Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is the Wikipedia page for self-immolation. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Varnado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. Yep, subscribe, everybody. This is the podcast you want to follow. The only one. (laughs) Yeah, just dump all those other podcasts. Just be like, you know what, you guys, you had your day. Well, self-immolation, we're going to read this page I think mainly because we read a page on spontaneous human combustion, and Mm -hmm. then that had a subsection where they talked a little bit about self-immolation, and then uh, I wanted to know more about it, so here we are. Yeah, and just a bit of a content warning, self-immolation is a type of suicide, and if you're struggling, check out the show notes for some resources, because you don't have to go that far. There you go, everybody. Rachel Teichman, LMSW. LMSW. Yeah, for real. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so let's get started. Self-immolation. This article is about the act of self-immolation. For the record company, see self-immolation. Self-immolation is the act of sacrificing oneself by setting oneself on fire and burning to death. It is typically used for political or religious reasons, often as a form of nonviolent protest or in acts of martyrdom. It has a centuries-long recognition as the most extreme form of protest possible by humankind. I agree with that. See, that I was is... just questioning it. Really? You don't think that's the, the most extreme, extreme form of protest? Like, nonviolent. I mean, it is violent to oneself. 
but it's violent psychologically, I would say, to a lot of people. I, I yeah. mean, it must be. Even thinking about it right now is violent psychologically to me, I'd say. I'm not convinced that's the most extreme, but let's move on. Etymology. The English word immolation originally meant 1534, killing a sacrificial victim, sacrifice, and came to figuratively mean 1690, destruction, especially by fire. Its etymology was from Latin immolare, to sprinkle with sacrificial meal, mollus also to sacrifice in ancient Roman religion. That was a weird paragraph to read. Yeah. Self-immolation was first recorded in Lady Morgan's France, 1817. Effects. Self-immolators frequently use accelerants before igniting themselves on fire. This, combined with the self-immolators' refusal to protect themselves, can produce hotter flames and deeper, more extensive burns. Most of the time, it leads to amputation of extremities. I do not want to read these next paragraphs, but here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Self-immolation has been described as excruciatingly painful. Later, the burns become severe, nerves are burnt, and the self-immolator loses sensation at the burnt areas. Some self-immolators can die during the act from inhalation of toxic combustion products, hot air, and flames. A while later, their bodies release adrenaline. Citation needed. The body has an inflammatory response to burnt skin, which happens after 25% is burnt in adults. This response leads to blood and body fluid loss. If the self-immolator is not taken to a burn center in less than four hours, they are more likely to die from shock. If no more than 80% of their body area is burnt and the self-immolator is younger than 40 years old, there is a survival chance of 50%. If the self-immolator has over 80% burns, the survival rate drops to 20%. History. Self-immolation is tolerated by some elements of Mahayana Buddhism and Hinduism, and it has been practiced for many centuries, especially in India, for various reasons, including Jawar, political protest, devotion, and renouncement. An example from mythology includes the practice of Sati, when the Hindu goddess Parvati's incarnation of the same name, see also Daksayani, legendarily set herself on fire after her father insulted her in Daksha Yajna for having married Shiva, the ascetic god. Shiva, Parvati, and their army of ghosts attacked Daksha's Yajna and destroyed the sacrifice, and Shiva beheaded Daksha and killed Daksha. Later, Daksha was revived by him, and Daksha Yajna was completed when Daksha apologized. Certain warrior cultures, such as those of the Charans and Rajputs, also practice self-immolation. Hey, everybody, just letting you know, I'm reading things as best I can. I can't get them all right. <laughs> Sorry. Arvati, not to be confused with Rob Paravonian, our editor. Nothing? Okay. Zarmano Chagas was a monk of the Sramana tradition, possibly but not necessarily a Buddhist, who, according to ancient historians such as Strabo and Dio Cassius, 
met Nicholas of Damascus in Antioch around 22 BC and burnt himself to death in Athens shortly thereafter. The monk Feiyu carried out the earliest recorded Chinese self-immolation, first informed the illegitimate prince Yao Zhu, brother of Yao Cheng, who founded the non-Chinese Zhang state later kin that he intended to burn himself alive. Yao tried to dissuade Feiyu, but he publicly swallowed incense chips, wrapped his body in oiled cloth, and chanted while setting fire to himself. The religious and lay witnesses were described as being full of grief and admiration. There was no question mark uh, at an admiration. That was me questioning it personally, everyone. Following Feiyu's example, many Buddhist monks and nuns have used self-immolation for political purposes. Based upon analysis of Chinese historical records from the 4th to the 20th centuries, some monks did offer their bodies in periods of relative prosperity and peace. But there is a marked coincidence between acts of self-immolation and times of crisis, especially when secular powers were hostile toward Buddhism. For example, Dao Shan's 667 Zhu Gao Zan, or Continued Biographies of Eminent Monks, records five monastics who self-immolated on the Zongnan Mountains in response to the 574 to 577 persecution of Buddhism by Emperor Wu of Northern Zhaoz, known as the Second Disaster of Wu. For many monks and lay people in Chinese history, self-immolation was a form of Buddhist practice that modeled and expressed a particular path that led towards Buddhahood. I just want to point out really quickly that uh, they used the term lay people, but earlier they also used the term lay witness. Whoever edited this page loves lay as a prefix. Yeah. I see you. We see you. And I will say that in social work school we learned a whole lot about buddhism we learned a whole lot about buddhism but they never once talked about self-immolation historian jimmy Yu has stated that self-immolation cannot be interpreted based on buddhist doctrine and beliefs alone but the practice must be understood in the larger context of the chinese religious landscape he examines many primary sources from the 16th and 17th century and demonstrates that bodily practices of self-harm including self-immolation, was ritually performed not only by Buddhists, but also by Taoists and literati officials who either exposed their naked body to the sun in a prolonged period of time as a form of self-sacrifice or burned themselves as a method of procuring rain. In other words, self-immolation was a sanctioned part of Chinese culture that was public, scripted, and intelligible both to the person doing the act and to those who viewed and interpreted it regardless of their various religion affiliations. During the Great Schism of the Russian Church, entire villages of old believers burned themselves to death in an act known as fire baptism. Self-burners, Shoshigatali, scattered instances of self-immolation have also been recorded by the Jesuit priests of France in the early 17th century. Citation needed. However... Their practice of this was not intended to be fatal. 
They would burn certain parts of their bodies, limbs such as the forearm or the thigh, to symbolize the pain Jesus endured while upon the cross. Citation needed. A, a 1973 study by a prison doctor suggested that people who choose self-immolation as a form of suicide are more likely to be in a disturbed state of consciousness, such as epilepsy. Hey, Wiki listeners, it's time to take a quick break. Support us by listening to this message. Everyone, we love it that you took the time to listen to that message to support Wikilisten. And we hope there was a message there this time so we just don't sound crazy. Political protest. As a form of political protest, the 14th Dalai Lama explained in 2013 and 2015 the act of self-immolation. I think the self-burning itself on practice of non-violence. These people, you see... They could instead easily use bomb explosive, more casualty people, but they didn't do that, only sacrifice their own life. So this also is a part of practice of nonviolence. I wonder how well that was translated. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Because it didn't seem like it was translated very well. All right. Self-immolations are often public and political statements that are often reported by the news media. They can be seen by others as a type of altruistic suicide for a collective cause and are not intended to inflict physical harm on others or cause material damage. They attract attention to a specific cause, and those who undergo the act may be seen as martyrs. Self-immolation does not guarantee death for the burned self-immolation survivors. Self-immolation survivors suffer from severe disfigurements from resulting burns. Vietnam. The Buddhist crisis in South Vietnam saw the persecution of the country's majority religion under the administration of Catholic President... Yeah, read that. (laughs) Go Din Diem. Several Buddhist monks, including the most famous case of Beach Kwan Jerk, immolated themselves in protest. Yeah, so there are pages in Wikipedia that are referenced where not all of the characters used are characters that we know. So we're doing our best to interpret them correctly without actually taking the time to look it up and do it right. You know, there's only so far we can go for a Wikipedia page. The example set by self-immolators in the mid-20th century did spark numerous similar acts between 1963 and 1971, most of which occurred in Asia and the United States in conjunction with protests opposing the Vietnam War. Researchers counted almost 100 self-immolations covered by the New York Times and The Times. Soviet bloc. In 1968, the practice spread to the Soviet bloc with the self-immolation of Polish accountant and Armia Krajawa veteran Ryzard Siewiak, as well as those of two Czech students, John Pollock and John Zajic and of toolmaker Evzen Plosik in protest against the Warsaw Pact invasion of Czechoslovakia. 
As a protest against Soviet rule in Lithuania, 19-year-old Romas Kolontas set himself on fire in Kaunas in 1972. In 1978, Ukrainian dissident and former political prisoner Alexa Hernik burnt himself near the tomb of the Ukrainian poet Taras Shevchenko, protesting against the Russification of Ukraine under Soviet rule. On the 2nd of March 1989, Livu Cornel Babes set himself on fire on the Bradu ski slope at Poyana Brosov as a sign of protest against the communist regime. He left the message, Stop mortar, Brosov equals Auschwitz. He was taken to the Brosov County Hospital where he died two hours later. Russian Federation In 2020, the practice resumed when Russian journalist Irina Savina burned herself in Nizhny Novgorod after her last post on Facebook in which she wrote, I ask you to blame the Russian Federation for my death. Also, cases of self-immolation as a form of political protest were recorded in Moscow, St. Petersburg. Ufa Izhevsk. Kimurovo and other cities of the Russian Federation, most of the cases were fatal. India. The practice continues notably in India as many as 1,451 and 1,584 self-immolations were reported there in 2000 and 2001, respectively. A particularly high wave of self-immolation in India was recorded in 1990 protesting the reservation in India. Tamil Nadu has the highest number of self-immolations in India to date. What? Oh, that's a state. Okay. Iran. In Iran, most self-immolations have been performed by citizens protesting the tempestuous changes brought upon after the Iranian Revolution. Many of these instances have gone largely unreported by regime authority, but have been discussed and documented by established witnesses. Provinces that were involved more intensely in post-war problems feature higher rates of self-immolation. These undocumented demonstrations of protest are deliberated upon worldwide by professionals such as Iranian historians who appear on international broadcasts such as Voice of America and use the immolations as propaganda to direct criticism toward the censorship in Iran. One specifically well-documented self-immolation transpired in 1993, 14 years after the revolution, and was performed by Homa Darabi, a self-proclaimed political activist affiliated with the Nation Party of Iran. Darabi is known for her political self-immolation in protest to the compulsory hijab. Self-immolation protests continue to take place against the regime to this day. Most recently accounted for is the September 2019 death of Sahar Kadayari, protesting a possible sentence of six months in prison for having tried to enter a public stadium to watch a football game against the national ban against women at such events. One month after her death, Iranian women were allowed to attend a football match in Iran for the first time in 40 years. People's Republic of China Main article, Self-Immolation Protest by Tibetans in China 
In 2009, the monk Tapi at Kirti Monastery in Omdo self-immolated in protest of the Chinese government's restrictions placed against an important ceremony. A wave of self-immolations began in 2011 after another monk, Funstock, also from the Kirti Monastery, self-immolated. The wave continued until 2019 and resumed again in 2022. As of April 2022, there were 161 confirmed events in Tibet and 10 others made in solidarity outside of Tibet. With the self-immolations by Tibetans, most of these protests, some 80% end in death, while eyewitness reports state many of the protesters have been shot and beaten while burning and then arrested by Chinese authorities before disappearing. The 14th Dalai Lama has spoken with respect and compassion for those who engage in self-immolation and blamed the self-immolations on cultural genocide by the Chinese. The Chinese government claims that he and the exiled Tibetan government are inciting these acts. In 2013, the Dalai Lama questioned the effectiveness of self-immolation as a demonstration tactic. He has also expressed that the Tibetans are acting of their own free will and stated that he cannot influence them to stop carrying out immolation as a form of protest. Arab Spring A wave of self-immolation suicides occurred in conjunction with the Arab Spring protests in the Middle East and North Africa, with at least 14 recorded incidents. These suicides assisted in inciting the Arab Spring, including the 2010-2011 Tunisian Revolution, the main catalyst of which was the self-immolation of Mohamed Bouzizi, the 2011 Algerian protests, including many self-immolations in Algeria, and the 2011 Egyptian Revolution. There have also been suicide protests in Saudi Arabia, Mauritania, and Syria. Taiwan. On the 3rd of December 2020, a Taiwanese man self-immolated to protest closure of CTI News. Australia. On the 1st of January 2022, an Australian man self-immolated to protest the COVID-19 vaccine mandates and vaccine IDs. He was later taken to the hospital. All right. (laughs) United States. On the 14th of April, 2018, David Buckle self-immolated in Prospect Park in Brooklyn. Shortly before lighting himself on fire, he sent an email to several news outlets, which included the statement, Most humans on the planet now breathe air made unhealthy by fossil fuels, and many die early deaths as a result. My early death by fossil fuel reflects what we are doing to ourselves. When Bruce, a climate activist from Boulder, Colorado, self-immolated on the steps of the Supreme Court of the United States on Earth Day, the 22nd of April, 2022. And on the 28th of March, 2022, he made a Facebook post stating, This is not humor. It is all about breathing, followed by clean air matters. I want to know what David Buckle meant by his quote however i do realize the quote is written where he says this is what this means yeah i was about to point that out (laughs) but it still confuses me most humans on the planet now breathe air made unhealthy by fossil fuels got it and many die early deaths as a result got it my early death by fossil fuel 
reflects what we are doing to ourselves. Got it. Okay, I get what he means. And you know what? I want to know who is this guy? He was an American LGBT rights lawyer and an environmental activist. Wow. And I mean, I, I get that he really cared about what he was doing. But man. Yeah, the world is in crisis and it's difficult to deal with. Yeah, obviously this wasn't his point, but he was a terrible poet. That's true. Wiki listeners, if you're considering self-immolation, don't, because we love you. This has been the Wikipedia page for self-immolation. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, please let us know. We'll read it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.